So hey y'all, what is happening? It is your girl, Closest Kim, back at it again with a new podcast. It is December 31st, 2020. What a fucking year, okay? What a fucking year, okay? First of all, if you're listening to this, if you're alive and well, if you're doing great, okay? If you're breathing, please clap your hands for yourself. Pat on your pat, pat on your back, okay? We didn't made it through a long ass motherfucking year. Actually, it's not. It wasn't even long. It was very much so short. If we're if we're being clear, it was very much so short okay I think it feels like it was like a you know that quick because of of the craziness that's been going on from from corona to everything shutting down to figuring out for for a lot of people truly seeing the government don't give a fuck you know to people losing their jobs being out of money okay struggling okay and I'll say this um, like even when that was, even when everything was starting, I was just like, damn, this is the first time everybody is going through the same shit, no matter the class. Okay. Everybody was affected by it. Okay. There wasn't no running from it. And I think that was very much so intentional on a spiritual level. But today I wanted to talk about as we close out the year, um, a 12th house perfection year now if you follow me on my social media networks i've been talking about this for the longest time i've actually recorded this video maybe two three times now um and i've failed to post it so (laughs) we're gonna try the podcast route if this don't work i don't know y'all maybe it's not meant okay but i'm trying um so basically Yes, this podcast will be about the 12th house perfection year. So you might ask, what is a perfection year? Okay, now it's it's an astrological term or astrological concept. It just basically means um, each year corresponds with a specific house in the full um uh, a, a zodiac chart or not even zodiac chart um oh my gosh house house chart right so it corresponds with um the age of which you are the age of which you are y'all I don't know what I'm saying right now because my mind is just gone it's 1 in the morning so don't mind me but I'm 23 so that means I'm in my 12th house year okay I was 22 last year, which means that was my 11th house year, okay? I'm going into my first house year, which means I'm turning 24, okay? So, 12th house themes has to do with the subconscious mind, okay? Um, Before I turned 23, I seen a lot of people talking about how difficult it was or like they were warning people about it and so... I really wanted to make a podcast basically on the things that I've learned thus far, 
okay through this whole entire year about myself about other people about the universe etc um so like i was saying the 12th house has to do with the mind the subconscious mind in astrology um it's it has pisces it has a pisces undertone i'll say there like a pisces theme the 12th house so it's like illusions are there um hidden enemies are also there um yeah anything to do with hidden enemies the mind the subconscious mind things of that nature it will be held in the 12th house okay so for me my 12 because my birthday is june 16th okay we're a gemini sons where my gemini's at okay so the themes of my 12th house perfection year started in um december of 2019 so that was six months before my actual birthday and then it began to heighten once i started to um get closer to my birthday right so the first thing that kind of i guess you could say started to kickstart my 12th house perfection themes also intuition is in this house too because you know it's a water sign but also in the mind and stuff like that. So my intuition um, around December-ish time, I would say November, December, maybe end of November, most definitely December though. Um, my intuition was on basically steroids, okay? Meaning it was completely heightened. I could feel, I could shit. I felt like I could see, hear everything on a spiritual level, okay? Um... I began to realize people's true intentions around me, okay? And that was very much over, that was very much so overwhelming for me. Um, but yeah, a lot of realization when it comes to that and, and coming to other people's into, like intentions towards me or like how they truly feel or being able to truly and clearly read energy surrounding me. Okay, now when people talk about the 12th house, they 12th house perfection year, they also talk about loss and in the sense of like losing friends. Um, so I did lose friends, but I also gained friends, right? Um, so amazing, I met amazing people. Um, so yeah, like, so when it started to go into those first six months of the year, I was literally um, drugged by like dragged, not drugged. Is that yeah? Dragged <laughs> by the universe. Okay, I got an ass whooping, a universal ass whooping. Okay, meaning I literally questioned everything about myself, specifically my my feelings. So this, so during your twelfth house perfection year, it's literally an internal battle, a mental battle more than anything, and an emotional one too. So you're questioning your emotions, right? Why do I feel like this? Where does this come from? A lot of your trauma, okay? I feel like this this is the year too to do some intense shadow work because that's that's all I was doing. So like looking at myself, realizing like, damn, sometimes I'm really not shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like not even on no negative talk shit, but like sometimes I can, I can have toxic behaviors. I'm not treating people the way they needed to be treated. Or I'm reflecting on things like, damn, I was project projecting my trauma or projecting my feelings onto this person. Why is that? 
Why is it that I don't feel beautiful sometimes? Where's the root of that coming from, right? So I figured that out, okay? I was also in therapy a lot um, during the first six, maybe eight months of 2020. So not only was I self heavily self-analyzing myself, but I was also getting the help from my therapist, right? So, you know, having a therapist, you know, finding the blind spots and stuff, that was great. But it was a lot of self-analyzing. I, I, I'm going to tell y'all this, okay? If you could count the amount of tears that I've cried this year, I would be an infinite tear. Meaning, I would have so much money that I wouldn't even be able to count that shit. I wouldn't even know where to start. I wouldn't, like, like literally, every, I felt like I was being tried by the universe, Right? every other motherfucking day because it would be things that I would be running from right so this year I it took me to the point of like losing friendships to really realize how bad I was at communicating right so and 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 I'm so used to loss right to the point where I'm prepping for it you know what I'm saying because I personally deal with abandonment, codependency, and communication as my core issues, right? So me not communicating was it was a big issue, not only in the friendships that, I, that I've lost this year, but in previous, because I would savor people's emotions. I, I savor people's emotions. I would be very much so passive, right? I would literally hold on to it internally until either it would be repressed or... I'd let it go or not even noticing how I would hold internal grudges for what those people have done, right? Instead of just speaking up or I would ghost too. That's the thing that I would do a lot, ghosting or detaching myself from the situation so I don't have to um, confront the issue because I had a I had an um, issue with conflict, you know? And I asked myself this year, I'm like, where does that come from right and I finally found the root of that the root of that is in childhood I was never able to speak up for myself right it was always deemed disrespectful it was some type of conflict some type of ending some type of uh fight of some sort so or like a whooping or whatever so it was just like me translating those same or transferring those same patterns into my platonic relationships and romantic relationships so every time I would want to speak up for myself I feel like subconsciously I was scared of that conflict or scared they would leave me or scared of all these things or you know endings right that abandonment so like I said it wasn't until this year where I literally spoke my mind to people and realized that speaking my mind does not have to end in some type of disagreement or some type of ending, right? I also this year learned how to process my emotions, right? Um, Because for the longest time, um, I wouldn't allow myself the time to kind of debrief or de-escalate my emotions, right? I would literally, or I would also have people wanting, wanting me to like confront the issue right there right talk about the issue right there while I'm upset while I'm sad my mind is clouded I'm not thinking straight so what happens in that instance right oh my ear is ringing what happens in that instance is that 
I'm not going to like think clearly I'm not going to convey how I truly feel because I'm clouded I'm in defense mode so whatever I say is going to be lethal okay whatever I say I could easily regret that so now I know that if I'm in some type of argument in some type of disagreement I will literally allow myself the time to calm down to room my to to temporary actually no to temporarily to temporarily I can't even speak remove myself from that situation you know tell them that communicating that okay I need some time to really rethink recollect you know acknowledging that going to, within you know figuring out why am I truly upset is this reminding me of anything is this triggering me in some type of way if it is I have to handle it. Right. But I also have to let that other person know that it did trigger me instead of being passive. Right. So and then, you know, self-analyzing and then going right back into that situation with a clear mind. Right. And not and not being in attack mode or in defense mode or trying to, you know, say something to hurt them. You don't want to do that. You want to go, you know, you want to come from a very clear and calm place and I had to learn that right I learned that during the summertime when I was living with myself I realized you know because my ancestors were kind of like vent to spirit and not your friends right and I'll get to that in a second too um but I had to I used to go outside when I would be upset I would go outside when I was sad I would go outside if I was happy I would go outside because I would find peace right that was one of my many safe havens and I would constantly tell people who follow me on Twitter like if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram you will always see me in the summertime outside I'd be telling people go outside get in the sun you know what I'm saying reflect meditate listen to your ancestors outside listen to what nature is having to tell you right so I learned a lot outside just by simply being outside um and so yeah my ancestors told me bit to spirit and not your friends because I personally value my, you know, friends' opinions. And, and a lot of the times, I would take their opinions and use that as kind of like a way to make my own decisions within platonic friendships and in romantic relationships, especially romantic relationships. And not always was that the best decision because that's something they would kind of do in that situation and they've done based off the experience not saying that was the best thing for me to do so I learned to kind of make my own decisions like yes you can take advice from people sure but at the end of the day you have to make your own decisions for you and what your intuition is telling you okay um I had to learn that quickly because if I would have listened to a lot of my friends advice I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now, whether it be in platonic relationships, romantic, whatever it might be, you gotta listen to yourself. Um, so yeah, so I have a list in front of me um, of things that I've learned about myself. Um, I would say these last couple of months, it's been accountability, okay? Taking accountability. Okay, and I would never do that. I would kind of always blame the other person. Like, yes, it might have been their fault, but also you have to take fault for that too. And you're part of it too, because in a relationship, it's two different parts, right? 
or in a situation, it might be multiple parts. So you have to learn to take accountability for your own actions, right? And not trying to point the finger at everybody else and, and trying to hold everybody else accountable. And you don't hold hold yourself up to the same accord. And that's what my boyfriend be telling me constantly. You know what I'm saying? Take accountability. <laughs> take accountability. You know what I'm saying? Like people cannot expect other people. And this is something that I've done too. Me expecting somebody to do something, but when they ask me to do it, it's an excuse. You see what I'm saying? Or you can't reciprocate that. So it's just like you got to take accountability. Okay? Look at yourself. Self-analyze yourself and and stop running from holding yourself accountable for shit, right? A lot of us, and this is a great example that I've talked about too with other people. It's like, you know, we can po- we can we can manifest positive things, right? We can claim that, like, yes, we manifested that car and stuff like that, right? But people completely disregard the fact that you can also manifest negative things, right? Nobody likes to take accountability for the negative things that they've, you know, manifested in their life. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to do that. And this whole time, they're like, oh, the devil did that. Oh, somebody else did that. And it's like, whole time, sweetie, no, you did that. So take accountability. Let's talk about that. Okay. Um, but yes, here's the list of things that I've kind of learned about. So I, the first thing I have is having to feel seen by the person I like. Um, feeling some type of abandonment, feeling ignored and trying to overcompensate on social media to feel seen by them. Um, and I kind of like reaffirm to myself, they're not going anywhere. They may be busy or don't see it. That doesn't change your value. So their value, I can't even talk. So for years, I feel like um, I've kind of struggled with always trying to feel seen by the person that I liked or I was involved with. Um, and so because I was not seen by that person or heard by that person like offline I would literally go online and try to kind of like overcompensate that and try to have them like see me whether it be a thirst trap whether it be something some picture me looking fine as fuck I'd purposely do that and post it on social media to try to be seen by them and our other people right and not really not realizing that people have their own lives you know what I'm saying? Like, don't try to force people to see you. They don't, you don't give a fuck about you. You know what I'm saying? That's like seeking validation. And so I had to find that validation within myself. Um, then my second point was having to be comfortable with being by yourself and yourself. I felt like, you know, the first six months, I told y'all that was a rough ass six months for me this year. Um, and I had trouble with being alone right I've been alone for a minute um literally but sometimes you know I have those feelings like damn I'm really alone or damn like I don't have nobody where's my friends at um and then I also reminded myself is that standing on your 10 toes and not having to depend on anybody else to shape or shift your mood you are in control of that right so yeah I wanted to like I wanted to be myself like comfortable being myself because sometimes I wouldn't feel so comfortable with that um 
and being by myself. Like, that's something that we have to learn. Like, it's okay to be by yourself. Like, you can still have friends, family around you. You know, people you might entertain. But it's okay to have those moments of being by yourself. You're never truly alone. You have your ancestors there. And that's something that I had to reaffirm to myself as well. Um, These are all... Actually, all these things that I was learning was me... Because in the beginning of the year, or maybe the summertime, it's... Yeah, May, June time. I was kind of... Um, dealing with somebody at that time on a friendly level I kind of wanted something more than that so these are kind of like the things that I learned from that connection um, because it was really bringing out things that I kind of never truly paid attention to um, not on a deeper level so that's kind of what I learned but it says insecurities with inconsistencies when people are busy having to be reassured so that's something that I was dealing with too um when people were kind of like just inconsistent with communication right communication even though I struggle with it I would like to you know have other people communicate that as well like communicate period as well so I can also learn from them um, that's where my mind was. But I feel like now looking at this list, I feel like my insecurities with inconsistencies within people and their communication or like them showing that they like me in some way or them kind of not even on that, but like them like just showing that they care comes from um, me getting cheated on in the past, honestly. Um, getting jealous of other people receiving the same energy someone else gives you so during this six months I really had an issue with it um because I like feeling like I'm different or feeling like you know I'm exclusive on a romantic level and on a platonic level like why are you giving you know what I'm saying like giving people the same luxury or not having any boundaries when it comes to that right um, being intimidated by people knowing more than you, right? This, like, like I said, this is a list of things that I literally pointed out about myself, right? So I was feeling intimidated by people knowing more than me, you know, realizing that people are smarter than me. You know, I'm used to being the smartest in the room or I'm used to knowing more than other people around me, whether that be in a friend group, whatever it might be. So it was a very different thing to, to um, truly experience and I feel like in those moments I kind of shut down or I really like listen take note um yeah so it's taking the time for yourself actually take the time to feel what you say so um like I said um like I was telling y'all before really self-analyzing my own emotions giving myself the time to feel and understand the root of that also said meaning don't say things just to be seen or don't be afraid to restrict yourself to showing love and don't be ashamed be your authentic self you don't need others validation but your own so like I was saying the first six months of this year I was realizing how how I seek validation in in whether it be lovers or, or friends I just seek validation in other people and I had to shut that shit down you know what I'm saying Hone in on yourself. Love on yourself. Learn this to be a better you. I'm still learning this. Like, how to love on me. Um, And I was hearing, like, somebody had told me, you know, like, find one thing that you like about yourself and expand on that, right? So, 
I'm still learning how to do that. I feel like that's very hard for some people, but I think when you're in a relationship, it's very key to, you know, show yourself that self-love so it can, you know, ooze out in the relationship, okay? Whether that be platonic or romantic, right? Learn to experience and not control. This is something that um, I worked on, a, well, not even worked on really, but like spoke about in one of my therapy sessions, right? Learn to experience and not control. I felt like in a lot of my experiences, I have tried to control people in a lot of my connections still to this day, you know, trying to control people trying to fix people to live up to this image that I might have of them in my head right and it's just like accept people for who they are accept people for who they are do not try to bomb the builder their ass you know what I'm saying like don't try to like it's not your job to fix people it's not your job to heal people you know what I'm saying some people you might be able to heal but others like don't you don't have to like you don't have to do all that right so that's something I'm still learning one of my therapists had told me like I've learned to like try to control people from how the dynamic was and as a child like being controlled you know constantly having my privacy invaded things of that nature you know in the control aspect so I'm trying to break out of that then I also told y'all in the beginning of the thing um, I wrote down or I typed out why I don't resonate with being called beautiful, right? So, um, as a child, I was kind of told that being beautiful is like an inside and out, and that my insides did not match my outside, so I was just pretty, right? So, I kind of I feel like subconsciously, I kind of always felt like that, as well as you know, being kind of criticized by how I looked whether it be height things of that nature so um I really have to because it was it was it's crazy because still to still to this day when I affirm to myself that I am beautiful it does not resonate I don't feel it right so I had to get to the root um here's another thing that I wrote down it says work on discernment of realizing people's true intentions no matter how you feel internally about them being in like versus being in lust okay i had to realize that shit um also took my first room trip y'all side note on my birthday i realized a lot of things too within that when i tell you this whole year has just been realizing things like highly gender said realizing things honestly about the world, about myself, seeing my true self, knowing who I am on a soul level, past lives, everything. I mean, I was hit with everything in every fucking direction. Um, so I would say for sure, your 12th house profession year, you can no longer run. You can no longer run from the bullshit. You can't run no more. <laughs> You can't run no more. What are you running for? So if you've been running from some things, you know. If you have not been doing your shadow work, baby, <laughs> you are in for it. You are in for it. Okay? Because spirit will be loud. 
your inner voice, your shadow self will be loud. Your shadow will try to probably beat your ass and succeed. But that's neither here nor there. Um, then I started to say, like, these are all the things that I've been learning and thinking about. So is our reflection truly our reflection? Because one day I just got to, that's that too, downloads. They come in faster. They come in clear. Okay. I was getting hella downloads. Um, a lot of things coming in my dreams too. So pay attention to your dreams. Okay. I would say that keep some understanding or you know what? Some understanding soul family around you during your 12th house perfection year because it like I told y'all it will be emotionally draining on top of mentally draining you got to think 12th house is water energy okay it's giving water emotions okay and then you have the other aspect of it the mind okay the illusions that you might have seen you know, years beforehand, okay, the the smoke got clearer. You could see the bullshit now. And you're able to discern and move on from it, okay? That's why I was telling you, you will lose your friends. People you might have been friends with for years, months, whatever it might be, you will lose them because you will see the bullshit. <laughs> okay. Um... Then what else? Oh, yes. No, because I was talking about uh, reflections and how we truly like have we truly seen ourselves because the mirror kind of skews the images, our phones skew the images. And it's just like people around us are the only ones who have truly seen our true self, our true image, what we truly look like. We have not seen it. Okay. We have not seen it. Um. Then I wrote down the real meaning of what it means to wait and rest and the why behind it. Um, I am being used for my community in ways to help them awaken. Um, I don't remember why I wrote that down. But, um, dang, I don't even know why I wrote that down, y'all. But yeah, I was being told to wait a lot this year. Um, yeah, I was being told to wait a lot, especially when I was trying to move to different places, like to different locations, out of state, things like that. Um, I did have the funds for it, but I don't think I was I was ready in, in the terms of planning. It's always the planning aspect. I'm a Virgo North. No, I'll be wanting to do things, um, you know, uh without a plan you know Pisces south node I be wanting to go with the flow you cannot go with the flow have a plan and 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 move with that plan right um so that was the thing I was being told to wait and I hated that I would literally cry about that shit wait 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 that's all I come on here wait 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 literally all the fucking time i'm like bro 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 every time i move forward it's like motherfuckers hit me right back and it's just like dude you know what i'm saying um so that's one of the things that frustrated me i mean yes it was it was an emotional draining um year and yes it was mentally draining and yes there was times where i felt alone especially in the very you know first couple months of the year but 
this was a year of truly realizing some shit. You know, I was able to, um, and I had a lot of money. That's the most money I I ever had this year. I said, wait a minute. I was able to travel to all these different places. Um, career-wise, it was it was booming. Okay, you know, I manage an artist. She got signed, so we was traveling. Um, what else was I doing? I upped a business, a new business. Um, all these different things was happening. You know, I made one of my biggest dreams come true. Period. Hey, thank you to my OG spiritual team up in the motherfucking sky and in the universe. They the real OGs, but that's a, that's besides the point. I had some other stuff. I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not gonna say these two these next two things, but I'm gonna go on because um, that's personal, a little too personal. Um, another thing was I don't like when people keep things from me. Like I'm telling them everything and they don't tell me everything. it's like I'm saying these things now but it's like y'all know how in life you might experience it's like the roles reverse sometimes you know what I'm saying like you're you're put in a situation you start experiencing something and then you'll experience something else but you're on the other end of it that's what I'm that's what I feel like reading this right now it's very interesting feeling like like I don't I don't like secrets you know what I'm saying, or I don't like to feel like I'm putting in a lot and the other person isn't, or I'm, you know, being more open and the person isn't, it's like, that's dangerous, that's dangerous, that's funny, not funny, but like, interesting, I'm connecting the dots right now, um, feeling like a bother, um, and I find this in, in a lot of a lot of my connections that I've had, I've always felt like this. Um, I don't know where the root of that is. Maybe childhood. Maybe like people like dismissing my true self. So I always felt like I was a burden in some way. I don't know. Then we have validation from other people when it comes to your art or any kind gesture that you do. I hope you like it, etc. You cannot control someone's reaction to something you create or do. Okay, let's read it again. You cannot control someone's reactions to something you create or do. Period. Then I wrote down, drinking the blood of Jesus is a binding ritual. I was really just download, download, download. Try not to project or assume when reading for people or just when actively listening, period. Right. So I feel like a lot of readers might deal with this too. Like not trying to put your own personal in there or or just being genuine um saying no without apologizing or explaining you don't have to give in especially when it we're not going to talk about that but it says saying no without apologizing or explaining okay you don't have to give in to anything you know what i'm saying just say no and that's it don't forget to have fun, flirt, and fuck. I'm screaming. Why did I write this? <laughs> but have fun during your 12th house perfection year. Um, and I think I wrote this because I was thinking about my um my 11th house perfection year because I had hella fun. And that's what I'm gonna tell y'all too. Like, do not forget to have fun. Like, have fun 
in your 11th house perfection year, but don't forget to also have fun during your 12th house perfection year. Like, yes, you're going to get your ass beat. Some of y'all might not get a, a deep ass. I think this is like a pre-Saturn return. That's what the fuck it fucking feel like. Because you question everything to your purpose, to you, to shit. Everything. But just have fun. Like, that's a great time to recharge. Be with your friends, right? It says, satisfy yourself for once. Learn to love yourself. Love with no restrictions. Meaning, to love unconditionally. Oh, I knew something. Okay, girl. Because, like, and this is what I was talking about. Like, my boyfriend was talking to me about this. Like, nobody in this world loves unconditionally. Okay? Because we all have conditions when it comes to how we want to be loved or just love period we have these conditions you got to do this it's all these limits i can't love you if you do this or uh, you know all these different limits when it comes to love you can't just love you see what i'm saying i don't know if that makes sense if it don't we just gonna move forward (laughs) um i'm sorry disregard um i wrote I don't want my trauma to be real or I act as though it isn't so it doesn't make it real. When people talk about it, I shrug it off, which is very true, especially when it comes to my sexual trauma. I literally shrugged that shit off. Um, It wasn't until this year where I truly acknowledged what that truly was and how that affected me and affected a lot of my experiences after that and other traumatic experiences that I have dealt with and how that kind of still bothers me in the present and how I have to move forward and heal from that right um realize control that I subconsciously feel I need to have over people especially people that I like so like I was telling y'all earlier um when you're triggered don't flee sit in it and figure out the root just like I was telling y'all basing value and worth off of materialism now I don't know what I was thinking about when I wrote this besides materialism but like what exactly I can't remember um, rejecting genuine affection, self-sabotage, accountability, like I was telling you, working on attachment styles and allowing people to have their alone time. There's some other things that I've learned too. I just um, haven't updated the list, but that's the list that I have of everything that I kind of self-analyzed about myself when it comes to each and every category, spirituality, you know, um, love, everything everything y'all family what whatever it was like this year like I said like yes I did get a universal ass woman but it was it was great um but those are the things that I did learn I would say journal keep a journal okay keep a journal with you so you because you never know what you might think about or what you might connect the dots because I feel like 12th house perfection years also connecting the dots you know it's really prepping you for that first house perfection year which is all about self okay but more so i feel like it's more so the physical though physical so i know i might be getting thick out here so no i don't listen to me but um yeah it's just gonna be all about self and i feel like in every aspect honestly so we're we're self so we come from 12 so we're coming from 11th house right 11th house perfection year you know being social, being hella creative, being out and about, succeeding, traveling, 
glowing. I mean, 11th house is all about the large groups. It's also, it has Aquarius themes, right? So I feel like even during that year, you're going to be well liked. You're going to have people around you, high energy, everything, right? 12th house perfection year. Um, it's really going to hone on, hone in on yourself. Really fixing yourself. Fixing your friend group. Having all that trauma come back up. And you facing it instead of running from it. Taking your, like, holding yourself accountable for everything. Right? So you can, so you can go into your first house perfection year feeling good. You know what I'm saying? You've, you've self-analyzed yourself. Now you can put forward more self-work. Okay? I don't, it's not going to be more on the mental side. I think it might be on the external side, like I was saying. Um, but I'm going to let y'all know about my first house profession is too. <laughs> but yes, please have a journal on you, y'all. Consistently take spiritual baths, okay, to protect yourself. All you need is a good Epsom salt, sea salt, um, get you some eucalyptus or get you some peppermint so you can bring in that abundance, okay, or get you some rose petals some dry rose petals put it in there um so you can draw in some extra love because that's what you that's what you're gonna need because it's like it's so much internal going on right so much internal going on that you need a break so have a journal take your spiritual baths whether it be putting in eucalyptus or or i'll tell y'all this lavender and chamomile calm the body okay calm the body and in some other things in there um, to just make you feel good, you know. But, um, yeah, so journal, spiritual baths. Just upping your protection, right? Upping your protection because I feel like you'll be hella vulnerable. Your 12th house perfection year is a hella vulnerable year. So you need to, like, yes, you'll be vulnerable, but you need to, because you're vulnerable, you need to protect yourself from on an energetic level, physical level, everything. Protect yourself, okay? Um, reach out to your friends. Like, have fun with your friends. But, but realize, don't try to put, don't dump your problems onto them. And that's what I think people need to realize. Like, you need to realize people are people too. People are going through their own shit. So ask them if they have the mental capacity for you know your problems your issues they if they want if they have time to hear it if they can physically mentally emotionally take that right now on top of their own problems right so so be considerate when it comes to that on top of um damn did i forget what i was gonna say i said a journal i said up in your protection i said a bath i said reaching out to friends to have fun um, talking to your ancestors if you can. Praying if you can, if you do that. Getting outside, being in nature. Taking, like, self-care, 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 please. Like, that's so vital, period. But on top of your your 12th house perfection year, okay? Please. Um... 
tapping into your inner child or also doing like psychedelics too if you want to you know if you're into that safely if you know what to do um to learn more and to always that's what i was gonna say always listen to your intuition your intuition will be right your intuition is always right so if you feel in your gut that something is not right whether that be a person place or thing baby let it go okay this year will show you all of your baggage okay it will show you right at the motherfucking door anybody who is not for your highest good guess what they're getting dropped off <laughs> bye motherfucker so i, I need y'all just be patient with yourself during your perfection year please um a lot of people's themes start early just like i was telling y'all people's themes of of their profession year might start early like i feel like i'm feeling my first house profession year. um maybe possibly but yeah just please take your time be patient with yourself cry okay one of the things i would always tell myself and and because my ancestors would tell me this is feel but don't dwell okay it's okay to cry it out but don't be having no no full-on crying session for two weeks, okay? Or still thinking about or circling around those thoughts. That's why I say write it out in her journal. That's why I say get it out um, outside. So, um, yes. Um, so, yeah, just be patient with yourself. Show yourself love. Um, and I just wish y'all nothing but the best. Nothing but the best. This is not to scare you. It's just to prep you for your 12th house perfection year because it's not, it's not no hope, okay? It's not no hope. Depending on where you're at spiritually, meaning if you've self-analyzed, if you've done enough shadow work, it won't, I promise you, it probably won't be as, as um, emotionally draining or mentally draining. Because um, for me, I told y'all I ran from that shit, but thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this helped. Y'all can tweet me at the closest can or follow me on Instagram, closest can or YouTube, closest can, everything closest can. Okay. But I hope this helped you guys and I love y'all and happy new year. Ah!